Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. I break guitars, I waste my You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB Characters. And you can also email us at cbcharacters at gmail.com. everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood podcaster Alfred, and on this week's issue of Combo Characters, Ig and I discuss the Joker's final look for Suicide Squad, we take a look at the first trailer for AMC's Preacher, we take another trip to the casting corner, and finally we try to answer exactly what's going on with Two-Face's body. All that and more... everyone out there in the CBCU, it's your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred, and as always, I've got my gracious co-host, the enigmatic, invincible president and CEO of Snark Industries, Ignacio. How you doing, my man? Oh, thank, thanks for that intro. Uh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, how are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, you know, still kind of feeling the after effect glow of Halloween. You know, Halloween's a good time of year. Yeah, Halloween Seems is like fun. People, uh, people around our age seem to be in a pretty good mood for I saw- Halloween, of course. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, yeah, we, we we're going to talk a little bit about our Halloween experiences, but I just wanted to say I saw like some really great Nightmare Before Christmas costumes this week. This. Uh, oh yeah. Halloween. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple. I saw a good, a really good. Uh, uh, what's what's her face? Um, Sally and a good uh, Jack Skellington. You know what I, I see, saw? I feel like we'll... those are more expected. Like I right. saw someone who the did two. like the the mayor, the two face mayor. Oh, the two face mayor. Yeah. Nice. And she did it on, using a lampshade, which she could like actually twirl around, so you could see both faces. Oh, it wow. was pretty epic. That sounds awesome. You know what I saw? And we'll maybe we'll talk this about this more when we talk about the Halloween stuff. But a lot of superheroes, ton. Of superheroes and supervillains, we'll get into that, I guess, on the back end. I don't think I saw a whole lot, but all right, I'm interested here. Okay. By the way, there was a a map that came out of the most popular Halloween costumes in every city in the country. Yeah. San Antonio, do you want to take a guess what it was? Number one costume in San Antonio? Um, I'll I'll give you a guess. It's a female costume. It's a female, okay. Uh, Superhero character, like combo character? I don't know if this map was exclusive to combo characters, but it is a combo character. So, okay, I'm going to go with Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, I kind of made it easy for you, but yeah, it's Harley Quinn. Well, it could have been Catwoman, maybe. Uh, yeah. I did see, I think I saw one or two Catwoman. I saw a Batgirl. Nice. Um, yeah, Harley Quinn. I think Harley Quinn was the number one Halloween costume, you know, I guess female costume, but, but costume just overall for the United States. Yeah. I think I had seen that on a BuzzFeed or something like that. You know... 
enough about Harley, though. What about her main squeeze? That's what we're talking about this week. Oh, good point. The jokes. <laughs> the jokes uh, the on jokes you. The jokes, Mr. apparently, on all of us, because... Uh, mm-hmm. Oof. I tell you what, yeah. man. The more I see of this new Jared Leto Joker, not feeling it. I mean, again, I don't want to, like... I don't want to be too negative here. The movie hasn't come out. He might fucking knock yeah. it out of the park. And certainly it's happened before. Michael Keaton... When he was cast as Batman, people shit all over it, and he turned out to be a great, great Batman. Um, I think maybe even when Heath Ledger was cast, people were questioning that. Oh, yeah. People um, were not on board with that. So, you know, it, it, this is preliminary stuff. But, I mean, as far as just the look, when I saw Heath Ledger's Bat- Joker for the first time, I was like, well, that looks awesome. Like, that, looks, that looks super cool. I don't know if he's going to be good, but like, at least I bought into that portrayal of the Joker. This new one, though, ugh, I, I just can't deal with the tattoos. Like I, I, yeah. it, it kills me. And like when they first came out with that first image of Joker, the shirtless one with Leto like screaming into the camera and people were like, what the hell are these? All these tattoos are really dumb. Like they just say like, ha ha ha. And the Joker, like they're not even <laughs> yeah. like clever in any way. They're just it's got like, like a, it's got like a skull clown, skull clown. Yeah. And then the, the worst damage written across his forehead. And I was just like, oh, please don't let this be it. And then like DC responded with relax guys. This is just like, you know, an early Look. It's a promotional thing. Promotional We're promoting thing. the 75th anniversary right. of the Joker. It's not the yeah. final look. Turns out mm. it's the final look. Like it is exactly the final look. Um, because yeah. we just got an image of the Joker on the cover of Empire magazine looking exactly the same. Um, a lot of people focus on the fact that on this cover <laughs> he's wearing sweatpants. This didn't yeah. bother no, me, uh, but did, did it yeah. bother you? Uh, not really, for the same reason that you you had explained to me uh, that you know they're Arkham sweatpants. So it clearly, says Arkham. they're they're From probably prison. inmate, yeah. you know, prison uh, sweat gear, which is which would be normal. He's not wearing any shoes, which kind of creeps me out for some reason. But that's I, I guess like that's that. a good thing, right? That's I mean, if you the joke. Yeah, I guess that's true. If you're trying to creep me out, then they have succeeded. Uh, because he's not wearing any shoes. Of course, if he's also just coming out of Arkham, that might be why he doesn't have shoes. Who knows? I hope he gets some shoes at some point. Otherwise, that's going to bother me the entire film. Um, he's wearing this purple kind of trench coat, pimp coat. It's a pimp he's coat. He's got a cane. Is he? Sh- it's like he's trying to be like Shaft, maybe? <laughs> a little nod to Shaft. I don't know, man. You know, just like you, I- I'm trying to reserve judgment. You know, uh I will say, I do I thought, give them credit for, I mean, because we've seen Joker now in, well, how many iterations of Joker have we seen now in, in film? Okay, so the TV show. Oh, There's film, two big ones, got, right? And then we have the one right. on, you know, a TV show. Uh, yeah, Cesar Romero. Uh, so there's like, there's actually a really good little meme that I saw. Uh, it, it, it shows, you know, the television series Batman or Joker, and it says the clown. Right. And it shows the the Tim Burton Batman, and, and it's Jack Nicholson, and it says the gangster. Right. Um, Heath uh, Ledger. The, Heath Ledger, and it says the anarchist. Right. And then uh, it's got Jared Leto, and it says the psycho. And then it shows the cartoon Joker, Mark Hamill Joker from Batman the Animated Series. It just says the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'd love that one. Um, Which I do love. I feel I like Jared Leto should have just said the Juggalo. Right. That, that's what it looks exactly. like to me. But um, I don't it's, know. I, I do. It's... I will say to their credit, they did. It seems like they have created a a different interpretation of the Joker from what we see. It's very dynamic. And and I like I like the fact that they're that they're trying something different here. This doesn't feel derivative of the previous Jokers that we've seen, at least on screen. 
So um, I give him credit for that. I, I do have an open mind still, and I, I hope it's good. But man, yeah. everything I've seen so far is not making me too optimistic. Here's the other thing that uh, you know. I saw, I think, a promotion, another promotional cover uh, which shows the Enchantress, uh, Carla. Oh yeah, I can't pronounce her last name at all. I, I can't. <clears throat> it's like Diverlin or something. Diverline, whatever. Um, which that looks really cool, and she she looks great too. It's a very, I mean, it, it looks like with the characters, they're they're the way they're costuming them in the film. It's really dynamic, really pops. You know, they have these really kind of pop looks to them where they pop off the screen. How do you feel about so, Harley? Because she, I mean, she also got a front page cover treatment. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like they're definitely taking inspiration from the video game. Yeah. Uh, the Batman video games, which is which is fine. I mean, I mean, it's and it's a movie. It's a whole new universe. They can really kind of make these characters however they want. Uh, I'm not somebody that that needs everything to stick exactly to the comic books. Uh, I like the little touches every- of, you know, the diamond pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, which is, without going overboard with it, is still there, which I thought was cool. I, I, yeah, I think I think they did a way better job with Harley kind of showing what Harley is versus the Joker. I feel like Joker is a little too over the top. Yeah. Like a little too on the nose, a little too in your face. I think I like a little bit more with with Harley, but what I was gonna say is the weird thing is, you know, you don't really see a lot of Deadshot stuff yet. I haven't. Um, you know, Will Smith's probably the biggest name attached to this film, and, and it's kind of interesting that I'm almost convinced sort of that the only reason Will Smith is in this movie is that by the end of it, Deadshot's gonna like have completely turned face, and he's gonna be a good guy. Oh yeah, because he's got to save the Earth. He's you gonna know? like he's, he's. I I mean, that's totally what's gonna happen. He's like the guy yeah. who's gonna turn and be like a good guy. I just yeah. I, he's never played a villain. I, I just don't. I don't what's think the over? Know. What's the over under on Deadshot slash Will Smith at the end, like betraying the rest of the Suicide Squad because they were going to do something evil, or, or like one of the characters, like let's say Boomerang or something, is going to do something wrong, and like he betrays them and is like, no, yeah, you know. I mean, I I, I don't know if I'd go as like, far as to use the word betrayal, but I, I could see him certainly being hesitant about you know going forward with like a, a nefarious plan I, yeah. I i don't think he's going to be i think on the scale of evil he's going to be the least evil of all the characters on that definitely definitely the least evil i would <clears throat> i think i think by the end of the movie harley is going to go kind of full crazy maybe end up with the joker by the end of the film and deadshot's gonna go pretty much full face yeah he might just be the mayor of gotham by the end of the movie yeah um so i you know i don't i don't know man but yeah joker looks weird or dynamic different not great juggalo i don't know these are all words that you could use to describe the joker (laughs) at this point we'll see how it plays out in the film let's try to stay positive though right i'll try my best do do it man do it i know i believe in you i believe in all of the cbcu everyone give it a shot that's all i'm saying uh Totally no segue. I have no segue for this. The trailer for Preacher, the AMC TV show, they released the first trailer. During Walking Dead. Of course. Hashtag, by the way, Glenn's not dead, but moving on. Oh, spoilers? No, no, that's not a spoiler. Of course he's not dead. Of course he's not dead, dude, because nothing happened to him. Yeah, okay. So you're on on board. Well, this isn't a spoiler. (laughs) Everyone understands it. He's clearly not dead. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh... If you've read the comic, 
I don't know. I don't, don't know. I guess no, 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 don't following. say it. Don't say it. Well, I, don't, I mean, whatever. If people actually... The comics... Well, let's just not say anything. Let's leave it at that. Okay. Okay. No spoilers. Uh, okay, so tra- uh, Preacher uh, looks cool. I'm a huge fan of Preacher. I think I've, I've said this before. Preacher and Why the Last Man are my two favorite comic book stories of all time. Um, Preacher came out first, so I read that one first. But... Uh, the trailer looks great. The weird thing about it is that in the comic, it's it's a little it's you know it's very supernatural. The uh, the preacher character basically gets the voice of God. He can make people do stuff. That's like his power. They don't really hint at that at all in the trailer. He just seems like a regular guy who maybe has a mysterious past and you know is kind of maybe willing to do things that a you know like any normal preacher wouldn't do for you know to help people out which is great i mean if, if that's how they go with it that's fine it's it'll be kind of weird if they take all the supernatural element out of the out of the show um and then the other thing is is that it looks a lot like it wants to be a mishmash of breaking bad and walking dead yeah did, did you get that feeling i did I liked. I mean, it was still. It, it was felt kind of very western, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I, I don't. I don't know. It's hard to describe. But like, it, there were scenes where it kind of took you out of it because you had like scenes in like the desert, which seemed very western, and then you had like scenes in an airplane. I don't know what like mm-hmm. the feel of this show is going to be, but it certainly seems like pretty dark, and it seems like there's yeah, gonna the be comic is dark, violent, violence. Um, but I don't know. I didn't read the comics, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should maybe do that at some point. I might, um, <laughs> I might read uh, them at some point. Um, in the comic, my favorite comic, you know, by the fu- way, is um, pretty much just Darkhawk one through thirty. One through, but 30. is that the full run? That's pretty one much the 30? full run. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think of it though? Because I mean, you read the comic. Yeah. Did you think it's, they well, captured the, the feel is, of it with the, in the trailer? I mean. It's kind of hard to tell, honestly, because the 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 quick jump cuts in the trailer, you really kind of I feel like you never get like a sure footing of what's happening, or what's going on, and so it's kind of hard to come to any real conclusions. I think the character of Jesse looks like that's the main guy, the preacher. That he looks like pretty much like the character from the comic. Cassidy, who's the the Irish guy at the you hear at the very end, looks pretty much like the comic book version. Um, Why do people like get so hung up about having these characters look just like the characters from the comics? I think that's just so weird. It, yeah, you know. I mean, it's funny because we just spent all this time talking about the Joker and like how <laughs> how he isn't how but, it's lame. But like the thing is, I don't I don't need him to look exactly like the comics. I just don't need him to look like an idiot. But uh, <laughs> but like I don't know. It's just like it's different when it's a, a superhero, right? Where like you just get tied to how cool that character looks. But if it's a guy yeah. who's just a a preacher character like who, can, yeah. who fuck cares yeah right it's not like it's not like it's this super iconic look right uh I, I i know what you mean um i don't know why people do that i think it's because they tie things to their childhood yeah or their youth and so people have been doing it forever go... right because like you know even if with like books people read a, read a book and then they watch the movie and they're like oh i didn't picture that character like that at all right it, it like distorts your nostalgia for yeah. whatever it is and so you get mad angry uh yeah but anyway i i don't know i think the tone of the trailer matches the comic 
pretty well. Um, it really does feel very Walking Deadish, which I guess makes sense because that's like the number one show, and if they're gonna and use that as a yeah, template, and they premiered it during the episode, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. Um, the two Walking Dead I, fans at my office both did not seem into it, though. So I don't know what that really? means. Really? But they were like, yeah, that looked lame. Well, it's kind of, you know, the thing is, it's kind of hard to tell from that trailer what the show's about. Like, if you don't know what Preacher is, like, as a comic. Yeah, exactly. It's it's hard to gather from that trailer what anything is in that show. I mean, I knew basically kind of what it was about, but I had never read the comics. And I, I thought it was mm-hmm. the trailer was was pretty good. I mean, it got me interested in it. Okay. I don't know. Well, if, good. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's the case for everyone. It's real quick. Uh, you mentioned the Western motif. It's kind of funny because uh, kind of like the ghost of John Wayne is a character in the comic. Yeah. <laughs> And he shows up from time to time. That's funny. Which is, you know, obviously an iconic Western, American Western uh, sort of, you know, image. And also Bill Hicks. So that'll be interesting <laughs> if if they get Bill Hicks, like a Bill Hicks lookalike to be in the show or something. That'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, all, but so far, I mean, it's early on, but thumbs up for me. I give it, I give it one thumb up. Okay, I I Out guess one. Uh, mine mine's kind of askew. I don't know. That's not really much. Okay, like a like a seventy five degree angle. Yeah, uh, I, you've okay. been trying to get me to read Preacher forever, and I, I need to do that. Um, but I think it's what I what I would rather do is just watch the show and then base, mm-hmm. base all of your <laughs> yeah, just my my full kind of enjoyment or just I don't even know how to say this disappointment <laughs> or just disillusionment. Or, yeah. My whole perspective on that series mm-hmm. just on the TV show. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be, and then when then you won't even read it, and I'm sure the comic is. And then you'd be like, "Well, no, they did it much better in the comic," and I'll just be like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever." Nerd man, alert! I got time for that? Yeah, yeah, nerd alert! Thanks. That'd be good. Um, you know, <laughs> speaking of nerd alert, CBS is on alert. Oh, because... dude! <laughs> what the fuck was that? Okay, because the nerds don't seem to be tuning in quite as much. To Supergirl, um, mm. you know, I have one very good uh, hypothesis as to why this is the, the ratings have dropped so much in week we're, two. Yeah, we're talking about from, over over thirty percent for Supergirl, the TV from show from, from from the pilot to, to to the episode two. Uh, what so? What's your theory? To be fair, I have not seen episode two. I might watch it just to kind of see. Is Red Tomato in it? Because I might want to watch it just for that. If Red, to- yeah, we need to figure out when Red Tomato shows up. And we I want to see Red Tomato's watch. debut. Maybe live cast. Yeah. Periscope it. Um, but no. The, so the, the ratings apparently dropped over thirty percent from week one to week two, and uh, I think the reason is people have realized that the show is not good. <laughs> I thought you were going to use harsher language than that, but. Um... It's funny, man. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't blown away by the episode. I thought it was a little too like, Gilmore Girlish. I thought it was just mm-hmm. kind of, very kind of romantic comedy tropes. Like it just right. it didn't feel, it didn't feel new or fresh or different. It actually, I don't know. I was kind of hoping it for felt very cool. contrived. Very right? contrived. Yeah. And like so, I I don't know. I guess even though Jessica Jones hasn't started yet, I I look at that show as something that like. That to me seems more empowering, yes, than something like Supergirl, which to me just seems Definitely. like something that's that we've seen before. It doesn't feel right. all that different from the movie that came out in the '80s, um, right? So, anyway, go ahead. Um, 
Okay, so here's the here. I actually read an inner or a review of it on like a like a critic site for Supergirl uh, episode two, and what they basically said, and it's something that you and I had discussed before. It says that the show suffers from kind of a dual identity. On one hand, it's trying to be this Ally McBeal, Gilmore Girls, you know, romantic kind of comedy drama mm-hmm. that's sort of geared at women, and also this very in the inside in the know uber nerd dropping apparently in episode two there's a ton of comic book references that's very niche to like nerds yeah and and it's like by doing both of them half-assed it's kind of insulting both audiences (laughs) and so so like neither one is tuning in and i think that's going to ultimately be the problem for the show i'm honestly Gonna be surprised if it lasts. You know, we talked about this before about how many seasons it's gonna last. I kind of feel I know it's just two episodes in. I'm gonna be surprised if it lasts more than a season. Wow. Speaking of Ally McBeal, I really do think Callista Flockhart would be really good on the show. <laughs> yeah. You should. In, <laughs> that's that's yeah. inside joke. Yeah. Um, moving on. Um, yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know. I want to give almost, it. You know what's funny though? I do. Yeah, there is like a a television slash movie reviewer that I really respect. And I read a lot of, um, mm-hmm. and he, Wesley Morris. I do like Wesley Morris, but it's not Wesley Morris. Okay. It's another Grantland okay. writer. Um, I generally, I, I think it's just because I, I tend to line up a lot with his thinking and he, right. he was really making a case for this show, um, that he really liked it. And I guess maybe because people come into it with low expectations, um, but I don't know, man. I I really didn't enjoy the trailer. I mean, the 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 pilot. I didn't think the it pilot, was that great. Yeah, there was a lot of issues I'm, with it. I I didn't really understand the the sister character very well. Oh yeah, she was so uh, strange. I it? think I think the sister character is like it accounts for like sixty percent of my dislike of the show. Yeah. And then National uh, City is just so terrible. I mean, oh, what is National that? City. It's like the most. That is just the laziest yeah. fucking writing ever. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I actually am gonna watch episode two. I don't know when. Alright. I might try no to watch promise, it. No promise. Not not necessarily for next week, but just at some point I'm gonna watch it and then you know, maybe if you wanna watch it too, we can try to give our thoughts to see what's going on with the show. The thing um, is maybe we're being harsh too, because like we don't really sit here and like nitpick Flash or Green Arrow, but you know, those shows are not not necessarily that much better, right? I don't know. Maybe the Flash. Well, I don't know, man. Flash is great. I know. Flash okay, is so really, Flash really is good. okay. I, I have heard really good things about Flash, but like, I don't know. Would you really like yeah, want to like Arrow, argue Arrow someone has that Arrow highs and lows. is better yeah. than Supergirl? Like, I don't know. It's probably about the same. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we are being a little harsh. You know, go, getting back to the sort of the the duality of Supergirl. You know, it's almost as if the women demographic and the nerd demographic within the show are in a civil war (laughs) oh my god where could you possibly be going with this well it leads me to think where the hell's our civil war trailer yeah that's a good question man i we're six months away from the movie dropping marvel has usually been really good about this stuff they usually release trailers we know that there's one out there because it was screened for an audience probably a good month or two months ago yeah um which, you know, we even talked about on the show. It had a lot of Ant-Man jokes. Um, but obviously, that's not the trailer that they're happy with, and they're probably still developing one. Um, but I got to imagine we're getting one soon. Question is, do we? Do you think we get a Spider-Man tease, or do you think they do kind of what they did with the Vision, where it was just like tiny little 
tid, tid, tid little morsels, little yeah. tidbits, just the tip. Little, um, just little tids up until the movie comes out. <laughs> I think it's going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to tease it out just like they did with the Vision, which was a fantastic strategy, and you couldn't blame them if they do that. Or if they're going to do a Spider-Man reveal in any of the trailers, I think it's going to be on the Star Wars premiere. Oh, that would be the Star Wars that movie. Would be hot fire before the Star Wars you know movie starts. So I think what might happen and is if, that we see the the Civil War trailer, and then you get to the end of it, it goes dark, a couple seconds pass, and then you hear. My webs, <laughs> and then, and then title screen. Um, <laughs> oh God, yes. And that's that a little be... like morsel that we're you know we're tossed. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. Use it. <laughs> Use it, Marvel. Coke bags. You know what to do. You know, we've given you. The tools that you need. Uh, that's a good um, idea, though, to do that during Star Wars. But still, that seems like that's really far away. Yeah, I mean, that's like more like, like a month, like almost two months away. So that's so, so, the galaxy hope. far, far away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were really, you were really on it right now, sir. Um, <laughs> I would hope that we get a trailer, even a teaser trailer, maybe a thirty-second trailer uh, by Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Give us uh, a little Thanksgiving seems... treat, Marvel. I mean, people are going to be full of turkey and yeah. tofurkey. And uh, Thanksgiving's all know. about sides, so just serve up a little side of, of trailer. Give give us a little dessert, just a tiny exactly sad sad piece of dessert. Uh, I think I would be if we get to Thanksgiving and still nothing, then I then I really will be at a loss. I don't know what they're doing at that point. It seems um, weird, but then again, it's like they, they probably realize that they're just playing with house money and like they don't really they probably true. don't even need to put out a trailer. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. They should try that. I don't like what normally. Yeah, go ahead. Like I, I don't know. It would just be an interesting experiment. Just no trailer. <laughs> they could do it. Yeah. I mean, with this film, you also could have done it with Star Wars, honestly. Right. Um, because they, you know, these really really big budget films like Star Wars: Force Awakens, Civil War, you know, Dawn of Justice. They pump in like fifty, seventy-five million dollars into marketing for these films. It's a giant chunk of change, but really, I—I I, I mean, especially with Stars, would have been a really good test, uh, test home for it. I think you could have just put a title card out there, just Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and then the date, and that's it. People still would have gone to see it. That's true. Though I think I think they've actually helped themselves in that. They needed to put out a trailer that that kind of set them apart from from the last Star Wars movies that came out. Yeah, yeah. Whereas and the Avengers films. don't need to do that. The Avengers are already yeah. an established product and something that's already, mm-hmm. you know, been accepted by society. Uh, and you know, is essentially you know is is like well regarded as a good comic book series. So, yeah. But with Star Wars, I feel like they really needed to be like, the hey, difference. look, we're actually trying this time. Look, look yeah, at all the stuff we're doing here. Look, look, we, we got, got all the old guys coming back, and like, yep. look, look, the pacing looks way better. Hey, look, there's no charge dialogue. I mean, a lot of stuff yeah. had to happen. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. And you know, to their credit, I don't think we talked about this before, but uh, just a real quick side note on Star Wars: they're projecting right now over 600 million worldwide just opening weekend. Oh my god! What that? I mean, what is the world record on that? 
Um, I'm pretty sure that would be the world well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I'm wondering like how much it would just demolish <sighs> that. I think Jurassic World is the record. That's gross. And and I want to say it was like 250 or 300 million. Man. No, they're, so they're going to make Star Wars it just insane, ridiculous it. amount of money. It's going to be. Well, not only that, man, there are no other. I mean, because that's Oscar season, right? Like, there's all these. There's no other big film yeah, out at that that's time true. of year. They're going to. They're gonna because I think the highest grossing December film right now is one of the Lord of the Rings movies, or one of the Hobbit films. One of those movies that I think it's one of the Lord of the Rings. They came out in December. All those films always came out in December, and the highest grossing film is one of those, and it's like ninety, eighty, or ninety million. There you go for an opening no, weekend. It's gonna be insane. Star Wars is is just going to obliterate that. It's gonna be the it's gonna be like the Death Star in A New Hope, <laughs> just poof. boom. It's gonna blow it up. Um, other Civil War news, oh, yeah. and actually, I, you're you're the one that brought this to me, and I felt like I was I lost my Spider-Man geek card for a minute because I didn't know about this. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't know about it. But Tom Holland, who's been on the show before, um, he got injured. Former former cameo on the Combo Characters He's, podcast. Yep, he has, he was here for a, in the studio for a, just a few seconds. Um, he got injured uh, filming Civil War. Apparently. It was just in an interview with him, and you, and you can see his face is kind of jacked up. Um, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but he was probably trying to do some crazy Spider-Man moves and fell on his face. My my mind it immediately went to that guy in Argentina who tried to do like a crazy like <laughs> the spi- flip off the wall, yeah, the flip off the wall Spider-Man like landed straight on his face and just <coughs> knocked passed himself out. unconscious, completely passed out. Um, my face, yeah. my face. Oh. You you might want to just look that up. I don't know if you put Spider Man Argentina, it probably would come up. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, I guess it's cool that they're trying to have him do his own, you know, certain a certain amount of his own stunts. Because that was one of the selling points on Holland was like he's like pretty athletic and like does kind of crazy yeah. shit. Um, he also tweeted out a photo of him kind of flexing and like it kind of looks like he's holding his junk. It's kind of weird actually. <laughs> But like he's he's maybe he's maybe he's trying to practice his thwipping. You know, I don't know. That's quite possible. But he's got like the parted down the middle, like Johnny he's got Depp like a new haircut, uh, Twenty One mm-hmm. Jump Street haircut. Um, it's good. Look <laughs> or for more appropriate, or yeah. more appropriately, the Ultimate Spider-Man Peter Parker haircut. Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess I don't know. Do you think so? I guess for our audience, is that more of a is that a better visual than Twenty One Jump Street Johnny Depp? <laughs> Probably. Right? Oh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, maybe about even footing, which is yeah. kind of saying a lot. All right. Well, it looks uh, cool, he, and it looks good on him. So, uh, And I'm sure that's exciting yeah, for like you because it it's like your, our first look at what Peter Peter Parks is going to look like. Yeah, I mean, that's not confirmed that that's his look, but, I mean, it would. I mean, you would just uh, He's kind of have to assume that be, that's yeah. the case. Uh, the other thing is, so in the comic book, the Ultimate Spider-Man comic book, that's what Peter Parker looks like. He has the part down the middle. His hair is kind of longish. Uh, very Johnny Depp, like you said, 21 Jump Street. But also in the cartoon, there's an Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon that's very popular amongst kids like age like 8 to 14, 15. That show is like the ratings on that show are insane for a cartoon show. Uh, my little sister is 11. She loves that show. All of her friends watch it. Um, that's what he looks like, though, in the cartoon. He has the hair down the middle in it. So I think it'll be an easy transition for kids coming to see the movie, to see Spider-Man, Peter Parker. They're like, oh, yeah, look, he looks like he does in the cartoon. Like, it's an easy transition for them. Oh, well, there you go. 
Okay, dude. So this this is okay. This is where you know you can't see what I'm doing here. I'm letting go of the reins. Oh, this is where you you pick it up, sir. This is all you. Okay. Well, I mean, we're about thirty minutes in. I could honestly use a little pit stop. Um, what do you think? I think maybe we pull over. Do you know any like any areas around here that might be cool to go check out? Just take a little break somewhere. Just just down the way over there, they've got some good pie. Uh, we could sit, chat, take a little I, break. I'd like a little pie, maybe some coffee. Do you know any place that coffee. might? Yeah, there's a little place. That's, it's right there. It's uh, Casting Corner. Oh, perfect. Um, welcome to Casting Corner, another installment of um, our most popular segment. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, this week, we got a couple of items to talk about. Um, one being... Nicole Kidman. Remember her? She used uh-huh. to be a big deal. She dated uh, <laughs> she dated Tom Cruise. And, yeah, um, she married Tom Cruise. She's in a lot of big stuff. She's winning Oscars. And then kind of just fell off the face of the earth. I don't know. I haven't seen her in she anything was, lately. She was in Moulin Rouge. She was in Moulin Rouge. I think she won an Oscar for that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, per, she was uh, in this uh, quirky, kind of quirky film called To Die For. Actually, a pretty big fan of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, but you're talking about old stuff. I mean, I'm talk- like, I don't really know any uh, like, new stuff that she's yeah. done. But she was really good in mm. To Die For. She's a good actress. I've always yeah. liked her. She's a good actress, yeah. And now she's going to be in Wonder Woman. We don't know, we don't know what she's going to be doing in it, but she's going to be in it. She's not Wonder Woman. We already know who that is. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I'm curious to see. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not that well versed in the the Wonder Woman universe, so I don't. I know some of the characters, and I was trying to think, like, you know, what character could she possibly play? I really none come to mind. What if she so plays Blunder Woman and she just like fucks up a lot? What, what if she plays uh, Wonder Woman's uh, domineering kind of? Uh, conservative boss oh okay like a devil wears prada thing like a devil wears prada was close to flockhart not available uh okay well Well, yeah i don't know what she's gonna do in it but hey you know we always talk about how marvel you know goes after some heavy hitters in hollywood some good actors yeah uh here's dc doing the same going after uh someone like nicole kidman dc's got a different strategy with this stuff and that it seems like when they do bring in some of these big time actors they almost Bring them, they, they kind of bring them in for like side roles sometimes. Yeah, they're like peripheral characters. Yeah, they're not like the main characters. Whereas I think Marvel yeah, like, does it. Like Lawrence Fishburne was like Perry White in Superman. Right. You know, like, or they got uh, uh, Jeremy Irons and he's he's Alfred. Yeah. You know, like. Close to Flockhart. I mean. Close to Flockhart. <laughs> She's the Devil Wears Prada in Supergirl. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, but hey, that's, that's, that's. That's interesting. We'll see what we'll see what Nicole Kidman brings to the table. Um, she's not, yeah, I mean, you know, she's get, not like box office gold. Producer. She's certainly been in quite a few bombs, but uh, she is a good actress. So hopefully they give her a, an interesting role to play in that. Um, yeah, I'm sure she can knock it out of the park. Is you know another quick one, as, quick casting yeah. corner hit. This is probably the least interesting news of the week. Ralph Fiennes has been cast to play Alfred in Lego Batman. I have like nothing to offer about this. Would you? Is anything you want to uh, say? Well, I mean, uh, he was Voldemort, and uh, that's, that's a good point. He's got it. He's got. He does. I mean, you know, if you think about the Harry Potter films, the Voldemort voice that he uses—that's right. You're a voice you guy. Know. How do you think? What do you think about his voice? I think he's great. Okay. I think. I think. 
you know, obviously Alfred's a very different character from Voldemort, but I think I think he's going to bring the right amount of nuance to it. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I'm on board. Uh, I think that's a good. I mean, it doesn't move the needle necessarily. I don't think anyone's like reading that news or hearing that news right now and going, "Yes, now I'm on board. I'm on board the Lego Batman train." I was gonna let it just go on by. That's the like, missing piece I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I don't think it's gonna hurt the film. I think it'll it should be good. It's good um, cast. Ralph Fiennes was it? Rosario Dawson was announced last week. Yeah, Batgirl. Yeah, Batgirl. Uh, Chris Pratt. No, not Chris Pratt. He was in the Lego Movie. Um, Will Arnett, Will Arnett is still is Batman, Arnett, and then Robin yeah. was Lego Sarah, right? Yeah, so that's a yeah. good that's a good group. Um, that is a good group. Moving on to my favorite bit of news from the last couple of weeks, yes. not surprising. One of my idols in life, Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> um, we don't, Did you get to meet him? I've gotten to meet him a couple of times. Uh, Tommy a couple was, of times. Yeah. Okay. Now, to, for for the CBCU audience out there that doesn't know who Tommy Wiseau is, do you mind just taking a brief moment to yes. kind of explain? Yes, I, I have no problem doing this. Um, Tommy Wiseau uh, directed the film The Room, which came out, I want to say, about 10 years ago. Um, Tommy Wiseau is, a, is, a, is an enigma. He's a very strange guy to, to define um, and to describe. He's a really weird guy. There's not much known about his background, but... What is known is that he created this movie 10 years ago called The Room, which kind of took on a life of its own and has a huge cult following, which started in California and has spread across the nation and the world um, because it is just such an awful, awful movie. And it, it kind of fails in every single way. But what's funny about it, in, in, in I guess, uh, makes it different from other awful movies is that there's actually a somewhat big budget. Like, he spent quite a bit of money on this movie. Uh, it doesn't mean that they use special effects, but it, you can tell that there's some competency to it, but it just fails in every other sense. Like, the script's terrible, the acting's awful. It has very, very little plot. It doesn't make any much sense at all. There's a lot of plot holes. And it's just kind so of So just dope. from, like, the technical aspect of it, though, it's... It's, it's not that bad. I mean, there's still, like, scenes right. that are, like, blurry and look like shit. Uh, but... Like a lot of like he spent money on this thing. This like he actually yeah. poured quite a bit of money into it. As opposed to like something like Birdemic, which is really fun and terrible, but like is just so low budget that it's just a fucking mess. Or like um Thanksgiving is another good example. Thanksgiving. Um just like so low budget that it's you can't even like make fun of it. It's just so so bad. Um but The Room is like a really sincere attempt I think to make a great movie and that makes it, I think, more entertaining um, because it's such a failure. But anyway, Tommy has really embraced it and has made a lot of money just taking this thing across, around the world, uh, screening it around the world. So that's a quick little introduction to Tommy Wiseau. If you ever want to watch The Room, you should. I, I couldn't recommend it um, anymore. Um, and you can, I'm sure you can find it screening at midnight in some movie theater close to you. Anyway, dude, he was interviewed recently... Uh, and he gets interviewed quite a bit, and his interviews are nuts. Like, he doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, I saw him live a couple times in Boston, and one, one person asked him, if you, were, if you could be a mythical creature, what would you be? And Tommy said, <laughs> a tiger, next. Um, that was the greatest answer. Uh, but anyway, he, I don't know if it was, if somebody asked him about the Fantastic Four movie or if he brought it up, but he basically said, like, that Fantastic Four movie, man, they should have called me. I would have fixed it. Um, and basically said, loud, you know, loud and clear, 
Marvel. Loud, loud and well, proud. Not Marvel, Fox, I guess. If you're looking, yeah. for, you know, if you're looking for someone to fix that series, bring it back to life. I'm your man. And dude, I would fucking die if Tommy Wiseau directed a Fantastic Four movie. That would just be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And the funny thing um. is, I don't think like I'm not even. It's not even like for sure that it would be the worst Fantastic Four movie ever made. Yeah, I know. That's that's almost like a win-win situ- scenario for him and maybe for Fox because no matter what he does, the uh, the kind of absurdist curiosity tied along with it would probably make up for any other shortcomings. And plus, that bar is already oh so low. Yeah. It's practically in the ground. Right. Uh, he couldn't hurt the franchise anymore. No. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I, I don't know. He, he The funny thing is the room... The room is a, a total disaster, uh, and one and like the main, I guess the the, the supporting actor in it, um, who plays the character Mark, is, his actor's name is Greg Sestero, wrote a book about the experience, which is really really funny. And actually, the book is what James Franco ended up buying, and is possibly going to make a movie about this, or I think they're actually doing it. But oh wow, I didn't know. Greg that. Sestero just <clears throat> goes off on how terrible the production was and how all the actors hated Tommy Wiseau, but. We're coming off a movie where, like, I think all the actors pretty much hated Josh Trank. So, like, how different could it be? Like, it's not that different. Right. Um, Yeah, this is a bit strange, uh, you know, a a bit strange news that came out. Um, I think maybe it was I was just maybe trying to get a little bit of that superhero buzz going around him, which is, hey, more power to him. Yeah, I mean. And honestly, I think with the deal that Marvel and Fox are working on or – I think is almost completed at this point where I think Fantastic Four writes are going to eventually go back to Marvel Studios. This is probably a non-starter, but man, if if that falls apart and, and Fox does retain the rights, then, I mean, really at this point, just fucking let them do it. Just, just <laughs> yeah. do it. No, this go is, ahead. This is obviously never, ever, ever going to happen, but the idea of it makes me so happy. I'd, I'd love to see that movie. Just like I'd love to see Tim Burton's Nicholas Cage Batman movie, but we'll never. Oh we'll man, I really want to see we'll that. Or the Superman. I'm sorry, yeah, Superman. Yeah, um, so that documentary is great, by the way. Uh, it's so good. Superman lives. It's what so happened? Um, you know, as long as the uh, if the filmmaker hadn't filmed himself interviewing people the whole movie, like that would have been <laughs> nodding better. and nodding, but uh, but it was good. Yeah, John um, Schnapp, he's he's a good guy. Well, dude, I think I'm ready to get back on the road. What do you think? What do you say? You think yep, we should just yep. uh, filled up, filled up uh, the car and our tummies yep. with that delicious pie. Um, Time to say goodbye to Cast Corner once again. Till next time. Time to take off. See you guys soon. Bye. So we don't have like music or anything for this, and honestly, it's not even like a weekly segment. But it is something that we've brought up before, and uh, it's time for another comic conundrum. Oh, that's right. We haven't really done this that often. Um, yeah. Just because we haven't gotten that many sub- submissions. Yeah. But I so, feel hey, like CBCU. If you guys have any, we should just start any, doing our own. I, I don't know why we're waiting burning, for people to submit. That's true. Any b- burning comic book related questions character questions or story questions or whatever even if we don't know the characters we'll just we'll figure it out we'll try to give you an answer but uh this week's comic conundrum 
comes from a listener of the podcast, uh, Gigi, who's a huge Batman and uh, Batman villain fan. Harley Quinn. And she asked, uh, actually, uh, she asked uh, Harley Quinn, yeah, Poison Ivy, all those characters. Uh, Two-Face, right, which is where the question comes from. She she asked, now, as we all know, Two-Face is horribly disfigured on half of his body after being... The origins for him are, they vary, but more or less they have to do with, like, a vat of acid or chemicals getting thrown on him and just totally screwing up both his appearance and maybe his, uh, the physiological parts of his brain, of his brain and whatnot. Uh, how much damage was done to his body Mm -hmm. and how far does that extend, i.e., what does... Two faces, dong, and anus. Like, what is what is the status of those uh, parts of Two Face's body? What do you think there? That's a good question because the face is obviously right down the middle. Um, so yeah. If, so like, how far does the symmetry go? Well, you got to think if if it's if it's right down the middle of the face, it's probably right down the middle of the body, unless he somehow yeah. like was able to angle it in a way where like both of his feet were out of. You know, the ooze see, or whatever. I, that's a good point. But if you notice the way he dresses, it's all symmetrical. I mean, it is right up and down. That's true. So I guess so it, that, lead, yeah. that leads me to believe that it's full body, full everything. I, I think I think the, the scientific answer of what happened to his junk is really that it really kind of depends on the angle of his dangle. <laughs> oh, man. Were you sitting on that one? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's really... Oh man. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's good. I. You know my my concern here is how does the is the word perfunctory like how does how does it work like you're talking about his penis here? If you, yes. Yeah, well, his penis and his you know and his, and his uh, poop factory. Oh right. All his balls. Oh, okay. We either want all everything. Everything south of the equator, because if you look at his face, the part that's all jacked up depending on the, the, the iteration of Two-Face, he doesn't have, like, the ability to maybe blink or smile, almost like if you had somebody with, like, cerebral palsy. And so, like, you know, what I'm really kind of curious is, like, does it burn when he pees, for instance? Yeah, especially if, like, um, if it's just the tip they got scarred. <laughs> that would suck. Um, I mean... Wh- does it burn when he cries? Po- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe he's never cried. Also, uh, also, um, you know, he's probably lost at least half of the sensation down there. So sex so is out of the question. Probably why he's in such a bad mood all the time. Yeah. Or half the time. These are good points. These are really good questions. I. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it really does. It really does depend on 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 the, the position he was in. When you right, went into the, into the toxic waste. <laughs> so here's here's the other thing. I just thought of this. Sort of an extension to the question. One side of his body is all jacked up, including his hand, obviously. It's a grotesque. Probably doesn't feel like a regular hand at all. Do you ever think he tries to, like, you know, pleasure himself with the jacked up hand? Almost <laughs> like, oh, so boy. that it's... Like Go a stranger, ahead. like it's somebody else. Oof. 
I didn't think you were going to take it there, but um, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think he would jerk off at all. I mean, if if we're talking about his junk potentially yeah. being scarred, I can't imagine. If it's that, yeah, good. you're right. I don't even know I, the amount of lube that would make that feel good. Uh, yeah, I just feel like, like let's say he gets up in the morning and takes a piss, <clears throat> and he looks down, and he sees whatever mangled mess is going on down there. I mean, that's just got to ruin your day, like right at the beginning, right? I mean. It, it it would be pretty much impossible to have, like, a positive outlook at that. That's point. a tough way to start the day for sure. Like every day, so clearly. I mean, it, it makes sense why he's always you know up to his shenanigans. You think he sleeps on his good side every night? Uh, maybe. All I know is I don't want to get on his bad side. Oh, that's well done. That's well done, sir. Um, okay. All right, dude. So I think we're hopefully we we solved that satisfied one. that conundrum. <laughs> Let's talk about, uh, we teased it a little bit at the beginning of the show. Let's talk yeah. about Halloween, because this year, you went uh, you went comic book themed. You went as... A little bit, yeah. Would you, oh, bit, why don't you go ahead bit. and talk about your costume? Okay, so, okay, first of all, I saw a lot of bat men out there and out and about, some really good ones, some kind of store-bought ones, whatever, try a little harder next I saw, year. Actually, please. I saw a couple of Batman, Batman at the party Batman. I went to as well. It's a very popular yeah, costume. Oh. Very popular costume. Um, you know, honestly, if I had to choose between being Batman, I would just be Bruce Wayne. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, Bruce Wayne's the good-looking rich guy who's, like, charming. Just go with him. Like, that's Oh, that's but if you're not a good-looking guy, you kind of have to do the uh, Batman no. mask. Oh. Hide things. Yeah. Increase your <laughs> chances. <laughs> Got to up to chances. Yeah. Uh, so I went, actually, I, I did kind of do a Batman a Jace thing. I wasn't actually Batman. I was Bat Dad from like the YouTube videos. Oh, nice dude. And uh, if you've ever seen those, it's it's the guy and he's got just like half of a bat mask and he's got like the the camera, like a selfie camera so you only see that part of his face. And he kind of sneaks up on his kids and he films himself and you see the kids in the background and they're, they're like fucking around like jumping on the bed. Or like one of them's on a table, like on a <laughs> dining room table right. and he'll go, you know, Ashley, tables are for glasses, not asses, you know, and things like that. So that's what I did pretty much all night. I kept, uh, you know, scaring people, I guess. Oh, man. I would kind of sneak up to them and then I would just yell, hey, make sure you hydrate before you go to sleep, you know, or whatever. Like, I because I didn't always know these people. They're strangers. I couldn't call them by their name or anything. I did do it to my friends as well. How many people were um, just annoyed by this behavior? Uh, they were all mostly drunk, so they didn't seem annoyed. They laughed. They thought it was funny. They got it. I don't think they necessarily got that I was Bat Dad, because, but because I was doing the Batman voice, they just kind of thought that was funny. Yeah, right. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes and sense. And so I had I had the mask, and I had a T-shirt that said Dad on it, and I put letters on. said Dad. Yeah. And I and I had this kind of like Batman jacket on. Uh, that jacket's sweet, by the way. I saw photos. Of that. I love, dude. Okay, so not an advocate of Walmart. Okay, like not a fan of Walmart. Don't like Walmart. Don't like going to Walmart. I I was there for some reason or another though, and I go for to their clothes reason. section. Whatever, dude. Well, no, like I was I was it's getting. Fine. Uh, shop it's, at Walmart. Whatever. Dude. Just just move on. I didn't want to be there. I just want to make that clear. Uh, but in the in the in the men's You're section, they had these jackets. Sequestered and taken to Walmart. All right, yes, yeah, go ahead. I was against my will, and uh, 
They have these really cool kind of retro 50s Letterman jackets. Uh, the one I have is like the Batman one, but they also had one of Captain America with the the logo is on the you know like on the chest on the on the on the left side. And it's the shield. The really nice twenty bucks. They got any Darkhawks? They did not have. I looked. Yeah. They didn't have any Darkhawks. They didn't have any Iron Man either, which I was surprised. Because hmm. um, uh, honestly, if they had an Iron Man, I might have got you one, but they didn't have yeah, one. That um, cool. So you know those children in China doing an excellent job. <laughs> With the jackets that they're putting out. I got a lot of compliments on that jacket, by the way. It's a nice like, jacket. It's like a satin people, jacket, right? People were, oh, is it a Letterman jacket? Or is it, it looked like a satin jacket. It's actually cotton. It's all cotton, but it's it's two-toned. Like the colors, okay. like the sleeves and the main part of the jacket. It's mage. Uh, it's nice. I like yeah. it. It's not too... It's light, but, you know, it's, it, it's just it's, nice. It is on fleek, as they say. Dang, there you go. There you go. But, uh, so, uh, like, you know, we, we teased earlier... Uh, saw saw quite a few uh, uh, heroes and villains. I'm trying to think of really good. I saw a Cyclops. Saw Cyclops. two drunk wow. Wolverines. Yeah, saw two drunk Wolverines. A nice. uh, couple of Poison Ivies. Uh, oh, I saw a Wolverine actually who walked right by us. Uh, I was hanging out with my friend Christine, Harley who's Quins. been on the show before, and she gave him a high mm-hmm. five. So that was no okay. So Christine's a real big comic fan, right? Did she go as a superhero? She went as Zombie Frida Kahlo. So. She would have fit in in San Antonio, though, that's for sure. That uh, She would have been the belle of the ball yeah, in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, but uh, saw Superman, saw Clark Kent, female Clark Kent. Um, saw Supergirl. Yeah, there's not a lot of Marvel characters, actually, though. I didn't see any Hulks, no Iron Man. Well, actually, my friend Tim went as Iron Man. Tim, uh, former correspondent on the show has this super awesome Iron Man cosplay. So he and his group of people at work, uh, were the Avengers. They won their costume contest, of course, cause their costumes are amazing. Yeah. That guy's good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw any really unique superhero or, or kind of, uh, you know, uncommon heroes of villains. It didn't really, it was mostly the main characters that you would think. Oh, I saw a really good Riddler. I didn't get a picture of him, but he was he had the full green suit, the question marks, the cane, the hat. Really good. The Riddler? Yeah, the Riddler. Oh, badass. Yeah, I can't remember any other so, ones that I saw, but I do remember I do remember Wolverine. I think I saw a couple of Batmans. And then, I don't know, I was also kind of drunk, so it's hard to remember yeah. all of them. It's yeah. Uh somebody who did an amazing job uh for a Halloween hero costume is none other than Queen B herself, uh, Bay Queen Bay Bay Beyonce. <laughs> that was the weirdest how, intro. How hip I am! <laughs> a lot how of questions so there. Uh, let's just go with Beyonce. Um, Beyonce, just to keep it safe. Um, yeah, dude, she went as a pretty amazing storm. Uh, yeah, and she was with a bunch of like people who were also in comic book characters. Like dressed as comic yeah. like Kelly Rowland was there. I don't remember what she dressed as. I think Ciara was in the group. It was a pretty big yeah. power collection of women, and they were all. I think most of them, if not all of them, were dressed up as comic characters. But but Beyonce was the best. She went as like kind of, kind of old school Storm, right? Yeah, like '90s Storm. Yeah. I think it was like early '90s Storm. She looked awesome. It's yeah, it's great. Uh, I'll find a picture and put it on the on the on the pod page uh, on Facebook, but. Really great, uh, really great costume. You know, it's nice to see all of these very prominent, powerful 
influential women of of the whatever industries they're in. I guess mostly uh, music, music industry, show their support for our podcast, uh, dressing up as comic book characters. Oh, yeah, uh, the namesake of our show. Yeah, I mean we don't really need the help, ladies, but I mean thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, we we do. Uh, we are. <laughs> It does seem like we have quite a few female listeners. Uh, I think we like to joke that although we don't have quite as many overall listeners as, as some of the like official Marvel or DC pods out there, we on a on a one to one ratio for women listeners, I think we're right up there with. Oh them. yeah, we're we're, we're tops. which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is great. Uh, but yeah, thank you, uh, Beyonce. Uh, I hope you hear this message. Um, so yeah, man, I think. You know, I think that kind of drink brings us to a close. There is one last thing. And, oh, man. So earlier we were talking about The Flash, you know. And, by the way, we're, it's on season two now. Um, I think it was the first episode of season two actually had Edge from WWE. Oh, yeah, Adam uh, Smasher. Played, played, a, played a villain Um uh, in the show so for any wrestling fans out there if you want to see what edge is up to these days uh watch the first episode of season two of the flash but that show is really great season one is great top to bottom uh it's got a really likable cast it's it's well written it's well paced it's got cliffhangers on pretty much every episode uh it gets a little cheesy every now and then but not like full-on like full house family matters cheesy never gets that far um, really well, really well done show, but it might have become my favorite superhero television show of all time uh, this past week. Uh, because in that episode, <laughs> spoilers by the way for anyone who has not seen the last couple episodes of Flash, <laughs> but in that episode, one of the characters' moms is is shown to be very sick. Okay, and she's dying. But she's dying from no, none other than McGregor's. <laughs> yeah, so that, I, and I don't know if that makes people laugh, if they even know what that means, but like... Yeah, no, please is, give it some backstory, okay. though. Yeah. McGregor's syndrome <laughs> is a completely fake disease uh, made up uh, in the Batman movie, and I get the third and fourth mixed up, but it's the one it's with Batman and Robin, and Mr. Freeze. Okay, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, and it's revealed that Batman's, um, well, it's Alfred, Batman's butler, uh, is suffering from McGregor's at some point in this movie, and I think also Mr. Freeze's wife is suffering from it. Or um, right. Anyway, it's it's this whole storyline, and they keep talking about McGregor's, and I, I mean that that whole movie is terrible, and like everything about it is laughable. But that was one. I remember when we watched it together, we just started cracking up. Like, what the fuck does that yeah. even mean? Stage four McGregor's. Uh, yeah. No, actually, um, and it's funny because I looked this up. Um, okay. And apparently it's stage one, which is funny oh, to me because, one. like, stage one, they, they make it out to be, like, it's basically, like, you're just going to die. So, like, what's what the fuck is stage two? Like, how does it get any worse than stage one? Yeah, stage one's supposed to be worse. Stage Stars, one is, like, fatal. Like so, what? Uh, what is stage two, McGregor's? Is it just like, are you just alive for five more seconds or something? Um, anyway, you have stage two. What dead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, somebody tell. Um, but it's just one of those hilarious things, and that they did in that show. And like, of course, you know, years go by. I think I one time played a prank on my mom, where like I told, like I went to the dentist, and just, and this is such a dick move, but I called her and I was like, hey, they. 
uh, some bad news. Like I went to the dentist and uh, sure enough, they told me I had McGregor's and uh, she was like, <laughs> what? Like she actually got kind of, <laughs> um, and I was like, just kidding. It's not a real thing. Um, but <laughs> oh, now man. it shows, it comes back in flash, which is like an incredible bit of consistency. It's such a nice little Easter egg. Like- oh, it's so great. It's so, it's just I love that consistency in like the DC world that now and you, McGregor's is is like a disease that exists. That's that's great. Yeah, and it shows that the who, the people that write the show obviously know the history, even this obscure absurdist. Oh yeah, I could see them having history. the same reaction we had like watching that movie. Yeah, they must like, have. And McGregor's what you the know, fuck is beyond, that? so so I actually took a video of that episode and I sent it to you cuz I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, I, I think you, just like, you you must have texted that to me as soon as it happened. Like that's how big that that moment was. Yes, we need to talk. I, about st- this. I, pa- I yeah, I paused it, I rewound it because I had it on the you know the DVR or whatever, and then I recorded it, and I immediately was like, here, no, here, you have to see this now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, kudos to to the DC television people, the writers of the Flash. You guys are doing an excellent job. Um. Please continue to throw these absurd Easter eggs in. Uh, just, it's so nice. It just shows you, you know, like I always say, uh, just like with the Star Wars trailer being released during Monday Night Football, in order to drive the ratings up for Monday Night Football, the nerds won. We won. <laughs> you know? Like, there's a ton of television shows. There's movies coming out up and down all during the year. Uh, they're the highest grossing films for the most part. It's great. It's a good time to be a nerd. Good time to be a combo character fan, fan of all of this stuff. So let's all just keep enjoying it. Well said, man. Well, that should wrap things up for this week. And uh, just remember, the angle of the dangle is proportional to the heat of the meat. And um, that should wrap things up. Uh, Until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. All right, later, guys.